You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. This is the Into Tomorrow broadcast in our 26th year on the air for the weekend of Friday, August 20th, 2021. Happy birthday, Chris. I was hoping you wouldn't remember. That's kind of hard when I was around many years ago when it was your first actual birthday. Well, thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Boy, he's excited. Thanks for joining us on the program this week, even if Chris isn't excited. When you reach a certain age, you just don't care him anymore. You don't care care them anymore. Yeah, you don't care. Celebrate them anymore. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of celebrating, we've got a very special guest coming up later this hour. You don't want to miss that. Let's just say it has a little bit to do with your birthday. Uh Uh-oh. Yep. So do stay tuned. You need to listen as well. It's like one of those, this is your life kind of things. I'm not going to tell you. Okay. But it's a special guest. That I can tell you. So staying tuned is important. Meantime, some tech news and commentary. Uh, Dan in St. John's, Michigan, standing by, among others, as we take your calls and address your digital dilemmas for all kinds of things involved today and into tomorrow. Oh, and check your spam filters, always and regularly. But why in particular? Well, because uh, when you participate on the show, you'll hear from our prize team about uh, your prize. There you go. Well, about information that we (laughs) need in order to send you a prize or prizes, depending. So do check your spam filter regularly, especially also if you sign up for our free once a week tech newsletter or if you have signed up and you haven't been getting it lately. For some reason, we've discovered through a lot of our awesome listeners that we've ended up in some people's spam filters. So we don't we don't spam you. So we're not spam. So do allow us. Put us on your white list or check the thing, depending on your email client, that says, we're not spam. So you get our emails. It's important. There you go. Yeah, already then. Oh, so much for so-called fact-checking sites. The Snopes co-founder wrote dozens of plagiarized articles. We've been telling you for years not to trust Snopes. David Mickelson, the co-founder of the fact-checking website, has long presented himself as the arbiter of truth online, a safeguard in the fight against rumors and fake news. But not so, because he's been lying to the site's tens of millions of readers. Snopes has suspended Mickelson after plagiarism was discovered in dozens of articles over several years following a BuzzFeed News investigation. Well, then. Yeah, isn't that interesting? But they're a fact-checking site. That you cannot trust. I wonder if there's a Snopes article on whether or not the founder was plagiarizing. I'm sure there isn't, <laughs> but it would be truthful yeah. that he was plagiarizing. Right. So don't tr- we've said that again for years. Don't trust Snopes. Don't go there to try to get facts about something because they have no clue. Yeah. 
Speaking of no clue and not being able to stay out of trouble, uh, T-Mobile has confirmed that millions of current and former customers had their information stolen in a data breach. Oh, that's great. Just when you think that your mobile T or otherwise is secure. (laughs) Uh, T-Mobile, which has more than 100 million customers, said its preliminary analysis showed 7.8 million current T-Mobile customers had information taken in the data breach. The carrier said that personal data was also taken, including names, dates of birth, social security numbers, and driver's license information. Oh, great. The company also said that 40 million records of former and prospective customers was taken, but that, quote, no phone numbers, account numbers, pins, passwords, or financial information were compromised. As if that makes us say, oh, okay, then, no problem, you're off yeah. the hook. Oh, <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, well, if that's the case, yeah. they only have my social and my date of birth and my driver's license info, but they don't well, have my phone. Well, they only got that for $7.8 million. Oh, but the other $40 million, okay. no, they didn't have any financial information or password, so it's okay. Oh, <laughs> T-Mobile, what buffoons. Yeah. They're Adding, just the lesser of three evils. Yep, that's true. <laughs> the others are, are, at the moment, slightly less buffoonish, Yeah, but still problems. Unbelievable. I mean, oh, gosh. I'm wondering what our audience thinks about these kind of things, too. Does it make you want to switch carriers in this case or or try to trust someone else with your personal data? Unfortunately, we've also said for years on this program, no such thing as privacy anymore. But we should still have an expectation that our personal financial information, etc., doesn't get released because their security should be up to par. Well, T-Mobile is supposed to be the uncarrier, but it's more like the unsafe carrier. <laughs> yes, exactly. The uncaring carrier. Dan in St. John's, Michigan listens online, and we love you for it, calling in using the free Into Tomorrow app. Hey, Dan. I recently got a new Moto E smartphone and a new router. And it's a dual-band router. The 5G gives me better speed, but I notice that the signal tends to drop in and out as I move around the house. Is where the 2.4G network, slower speed, but it seems to be more stable. I was wondering if you could elaborate a little bit on uh, the advantages or disadvantages of these uh, two different Wi-Fi bands, how they work, and how I might go about improving uh, my signal capabilities. Well, Dan, it kind of sounds like you've figured out some of the advantages and disadvantages on your own already. 2.4 gigahertz carries a slower signal, but the frequency is more resilient against obstacles, so it tends to be less affected by things like walls and trees and so forth. Now, 5 gigahertz frequency signals carry a faster connection, of course, at the expense of that resiliency against obstacles. Yeah, those 5 gigahertz signals have advantages against some types of interference from other electronics. But generally speaking, the signal is more likely to deteriorate as you step further from the wireless access point. Now, if you want to improve your 5 gigahertz signal and don't want to knock down any of your walls, (laughs) your only real option is a wireless repeater or a Wi-Fi mesh system that can boost the signal every now and then so that it can get through those farthest walls. There you go. So, Dan, let us know what you end up doing. It'll help others all the way into tomorrow.com.
Attention, those of you looking to go on a fun vacation and see the world on the cheap. Today, the U.S. dollar is worth even more in other countries, so there's never been a better time to travel outside the USA. The dollar is worth over a dollar thirty in Canadian dollars, and it's the same for Australia. You can fly there today and have fun and maximize your travel dollar. Your U.S. dollar is worth over $3 in Brazilian reals, and it's worth over $18 in Mexican pesos. Plus, in Argentina, it's worth over $27 in Argentine pesos. Just think of the bargains you'll get. And the way you get the cheapest airfare to any destination is by calling Tickets That Cheap. Save up to 75% on your foreign vacation tickets. Don't wait. Call now. 800-586-8571. 800-586-8571. That's 800-586-8571. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline, now in our 26th year on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech, all sorts of cool things and products and services, gadgets and gizmos and the like, things available today and into tomorrow. We invite you to participate on the program. If you've got any questions about anything we cover or anything, for that matter, involving technology, and maybe we can solve a digital dilemma for you. We want to hear from you anytime. The easiest way, of course, is to use the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a little message to studio button there. Or you can visit us on any browser on any device that has a browser and a microphone and click the Ask Dave button. It'll be on your lower right, typically, on most browsers. And you can ask a question or make a comment or share some information that you perhaps want to join the show with. Or even the old-fashioned way still works. Toll-free from anywhere in North America, 24-7, 800-899-INTO. That's 1-800-899-4686. We want to hear you on the air. And you win fabulous prizes when you participate. It really is that easy. We ran across a company that sews circuitry into fabrics to augment motion data capture. Well, that in and of itself kind of got our attention, but then we also figured we need to figure out what that means and how that helps. So the CEO of Nextiles, kind of like Textiles, but their take on Into Tomorrow and dealing with what they do, is George Sun. George, welcome Into Tomorrow. How are you, sir? Hi. Thank you, David. Uh, I appreciate the time and... uh I'm really happy to be here. Well, it's a pleasure to have you. First of all, tell me a little bit about Nextiles, how the company come about, and then let's get into how you sew circuitry into fabrics and why. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the genesis of this technology did come from academia. I did do my PhD in material science at MIT, and from there I had a small work experience at Puma leading their innovation team. And I think what I saw in the industry, this was back in 2016 to 2018, was looking at where the wearable, I would say either the culture or the technology was going towards. And it was, it looked like we were going towards taking things from our cell phones, things from our computers, uh, miniaturizing them and putting them onto our bodies, which for me felt pretty uh, inverse, right? We don't mm-hmm. want to put computers onto our body, We'd rather wear clothing as seamlessly as we wear our garments today. And so what that meant was 
2019, I thought, was there a way we can take the materials, the smartness of you know semiconductors, of computer chips, and put them directly into clothing? And that's how uh, Nextiles came to be, was really, can we sew uh, these basic circuitries into a form factor like our clothing? Interesting. And of course, right away, I'm thinking there are folks listening or watching the video. And of course, you can join us at intotomorrow.com, see the video of us talking with George and see some of the things that he's doing with circuitry being sewn into clothing. Uh, But I'm I'm imagining people listening saying, well, gosh, that's a whole lot better than embedding a chip into my forehead or, you know, the kinds of things that we hear about that, uh, oh, it's coming. Well, I hope not. (laughs) You know, who wants to do that? Uh, But now I'm, I'm, reminded uh, that, well, then do we then have to wear the same piece of clothing all the time or or buy multiple pieces of clothing that have some sort of circuitry built in that would then do what for us? Yeah, exactly. I can definitely talk a little bit deeper about what we really do and, and what's the material <laughs> backing up this, uh, this technology. And, and what we do is we actually make conductive fabrics. We make fabrics that have electrical properties, much like we have electrical properties in your cell phone. So we're able to, with a thread, uh, with that single wire, convey or, or translate information from one end to the other end right through the clothing. Uh, so if you actually open up uh, your phone, I don't recommend that, but if you just Google what's inside a phone, you see these highways of, of copper traces connecting yeah. one device to another. Well, plus you'll you probably know. void your warranty if you open up your phone, too. <laughs> so, yeah, we don't recommend that unless you really know what you're doing. But good point, though, is that if you were to do that, maybe you got an old phone and you want to open it up and go, wow, look at all that stuff in there. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. It's actually pretty exquisite, and it's, it's quite phenomenal. In the past 30, 40 years, we've miniaturized all these, you know, really hard tech technologies into the size of a, you know, of a penny. Uh, but we actually do the same thing in in fabric. Rather than using these these highways of copper conductive and metallic pieces that you'll find in your phone, we actually use conductive fabrics, conductive threads, and we actually sew those same highways into uh, pieces of the garment. Uh, and what that means is that we don't really have to take over the entire apparel. We only need, in terms of real estate, let's say 2 to 5% of the clothing. We really need uh. strategic highways from, let's say, point A to point B. So if you want to measure something like the movement of the elbow, we actually focus all that circuitry or all that threading around the elbow piece. We, we really have no reason to go anywhere else. And so... Uh, when we do make our products right now, our flagship products are compression clothing, compression sleeves, compression knee braces, compression shirts, uh, socks. Uh, we really are really strategic on placing these conductive materials in the regions that we want to measure. So the bending of the knee, we only put them around the knee, the bending of the elbow, uh, the, the, the sole area, the foot pad area to the, to the chest area for the shirt. And what we do is we measure motion. We measure deformation of the clothing. So, uh, not to get too esoteric or, or, or too deep in the weeds, but from our fabrics, we actually measure the stretching and bending of the fabric themselves. So as wow. these fabrics are bending, you know, the, the signals are actively changing as they're bending. You can imagine that as I pull on a wire, that wire is, is changing, and we actually measure that change in signal. And so whether the fabric bent by 30% or, or if it twisted by 4 degrees or, or 10 degrees, uh, we can actually s- capture that signal and say, hey, your body did move by 10 degrees. It, it, it pivoted by 13 degrees or your elbow moved by, uh, you know, 30 degrees per second. 
And when we do that, we conv- uh, we translate that information through a Bluetooth signal. And then whether it's your phone or your computer, we get to um, uh, recalculate or, or, or recapitulate what you did in real life on your phone. So uh, many of our partners and many of our clients are high-end athletes. And so we get to give them the clothing that they can wear seamlessly. And they have the the user experience of seeing all their data in real time on their phones. Well, George, this begins to sound even more fascinating than I thought originally, because now we're talking about a health tech element as well. And then, of course, you mentioned athletes. The ability to perform better um, is, is certainly more than our first thought, which was, OK, so circuitry in our clothing, does that help us post on antisocial media or something somehow? <laughs> um, because now I'm seeing some real advantages uh, to having uh, clothing nextiles, if you will, building a more connected future, uh, as it says on your website. And I, I'm beginning to get the bigger picture now. So I think it's fascinating, especially from a medical perspective now, how we might be able to help someone with more fluid motion or, or perhaps uh, repairing an injury or, or something of that nature. Am I on the right track there? Yeah, absolutely. And the best way to phrase our cup is really to look at the current market. I would say they're competitors, but I would say what are the alternative technologies you can use to capture the same amount of data? So we want to talk about motion data, like yeah. how far did you move? How much did you bend your elbow or how much did you do a squat per se? And the current technology offerings are, one, hard devices. So these are uh, what you'll find in the Fitbits, the Apple Watches. We call them pods because basically that pod elevates all that circuitry in that area. So that pod will have an accelerometer. It will have a gyrometer. It sometimes may have a GPS unit. So that pod is really the focal point of all that sensing activity. And then another one is camera vision. And, and for camera vision, yes, you can try best to do it with iPhone, but typically you need a set of three phones or two to three cameras to really triangulate you know, how you're moving. And imagine in CGI, you have all these crazy cameras and all these dots on the body to really mark where what body part is moving. Yeah. And so if you look at those two technologies for the pods, um, it's really trying to do a lot of work with a little amount of information. So if you put that pod on your wrist, uh, people always, always have that joke that you can always fly to that pod. Like if, if you just shake your elbow really vigorously, um, it can, it'll, it'll falsely claim you, you did some walks, yeah. right? And so, <laughs> so these, these pods, although they're great, I, I, I think the, the culture right now has accepted them as a consumer product. We wear them on our wrists. Some people actually wear them on their chest. Um, but the, the information is limited. Right. Because yeah. if I want to measure something as uh, uh, acute as my knee, I would have to then put that pod on my knee. And, and a lot of people don't want to do that. Well, for our athletes, they don't want to do that. Well, sure. Plus, and it's then, also very difficult to do. How do you what do you gaffers tape it to your <laughs> to your knee? Yeah, or, yeah. It's, you a, it's a very Frankenstein approach. You yeah. would have to actually like really, really put some Velcro into that. Sure. Um, and it's funny because and, they call them wearables. I can see why you say pods, because what you're doing at Nextiles are truly wearables, if we're talking about something built into our clothing. Yeah, that's and that's the thesis. So when it comes to migrating that pod technology into clothing, rather than making a plastic piece and shoving all that circuitry into it, we really dissolve that plastic and we actually take all the components we like, you know, the accelerometer, uh, the GPS units, and we actually sew them directly into that garment. So rather than having to strap it on, 
we would actually tell you to wear a compression knee brace or a compression knee sleeve. And that has been more uh, amenable for our athletes because, one, they're used to it. Um, some athletes actually regularly use compression clothing when they train because it's protective or they like that comfort. Mm-hmm. And so mentally speaking, it already has that user experience that people are comfortable with. But at the same time, we integrate much of that technology directly through our threads. Um, and just to touch on a little bit on camera vision, and the reason why I don't say com- competitive is because we're, we're definitely complementary. You can definitely use both technologies to augment your, your data capture. But for motion capture, it's, it's, it's hard to obtain. I mean, for me, I, I can't imagine how I would even set up a camera vision lab. I, I think you have to be the, the 0.1 percentile of, of the population to really be able to access uh, these these high-end camera vision technologies. So I think for that end, even though it's it's a great technology, but unless you're doing Hollywood, uh, a lot of athletes, probably you and me, will, will never really touch uh, camera vision per se. So we really want to bridge that gap of really common consumer electronics, which are these pods, bridging that into garments, but making it cheap and affordable enough that you know we're not unattainable uh, like, like we all see in the camera vision market. Sure. We're chatting with George Sun, the CEO of Nextiles and Nextiles.tech is their website. I'm Dave Graveline. We'll take a quick break. Come back. There's so much more. This is fascinating. Be sure and stay tuned into tomorrow. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. We're chatting with the CEO of Nextiles, George Sun. Now, it also makes me wonder, George, talking about cameras, uh, can you incorporate a camera, say, into a logo on the shirt or something if someone needed to do that? Uh, I'm thinking, you know, as a former police officer, police body mm. cams, for example, can that be just incorporated into, you know, the clothing itself instead of having to wear ultimately uh, even this big deck of cards size? device uh, on their bodies all the time. I mean, would something like that, do you see that happening perhaps into tomorrow with Nextiles? Is that where you're headed maybe? Yeah, the the answer is absolutely yes. Uh, The second answer is not yet, though. So technology-wise, we have the capabilities to integrate all types of semiconductors. We can actually include touch screens. We can include LCD screens. We can Uh include cameras as well because how we've made our technology, it's very foundational. It's, it's, it's really no different than putting any kind of circuitry wires into clothing. We, we have the availability to plug in to many traditional components. Um, the reason I say not yet is because we don't want to really outprice the market immediately. Of course, we can add all, all these bells and whistles, but right now we, we do want to make our platform affordable. And where we found our niche was for the athletic market, for sure. those who want to uh, really understand how many throws do they do, how low was their squat, how much power they're putting into the kicks, 
that to incorporate the, the cameras and the LCD screens, I think that'll be maybe a, a next year or two year, two year down the line project. Terrific. And, and I'm sort of uh, seeing perhaps a close second might be a physical therapy industry as well, uh, where you can truly help more people. If they can, uh, I'm imagining I've had physical therapy because of shoulder surgery and other issues, what have you. But I can imagine if I had a piece of clothing to wear after physical therapy that might continue to give me proper feedback, you know, about arm movement or shoulder movement or whatever, that that can only be helpful. And if it goes to my smartphone and it says, hey, you're doing the right thing, keep it up, or correct this slightly, whatever the case, because of circuitry sewn into my clothing, it seems to me to only be a win-win scenario. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. Uh, you, you basically just summarized our business model in a way <laughs> that, that right now we've been very strategic in working with athletes. I used to sure. work at Puma. My other founders used to work at the Nikes, the Dicks, the, the other consumer brands. So we really know the, the realm of athletic apparel, athleisure. We know the people, we have the connections. And the reason why we were staying in this market for a little while longer is that the data we're capturing, and that's the essence of what we're trying to do is, yes, we love the technology, but it's really a vehicle to access better quality data that's more, I would say, uh, uh, more friendly to use than the pods and the cameras, right? So at the end of the day, we want to capture data that is accurate, that is has high fidelity and, and is consistent. And then from that data, we want to learn as much as we can. I, I don't mean to throw out buzzwords like machine learning and AI, but combining the, the with the coaches we're working with to the athletes we're working with to the algorithms that we're building, we're capturing a lot of data and we're finding the needles in the haystacks of like, what is a good squat? What is a good throw? You know, what would happen to, to prevent or, or induce, you know, the, the Tommy John surgeries to rolling an ankle. So all this, all this data we're capturing right now is really to help us segue into the medical field because without that kind of knowledge, without that kind of insight into, well, what can we do with the data? I, I think our uh, usefulness in the medical world would be, would be limited. So we're, sure. we're, doing our homework now to then go into the physical therapist to, to the rehab centers and say, hey, you know, we have all this data, we have this knowledge, how can we help you in your either rehabilitation or, you know, the, the post-surgery uh, analysis? I, I love it. I mean, you're just beginning to scratch the surface. Uh, clearly, you're not going to sew circuitry into uh, into garments just because you can. Uh, you're going to make sure that it does help people in various ways. Some of the, the lines on your site are amazing. I mean, we stitch the gaps and capture data sets that the performance industry is missing. And one of my favorites, if it can be sewn, it can be smart. So I'm loving it. I mean, all the, the great buzzwords, but it's very appropriate as we cover here on Into Tomorrow. George, thank you for spending a few minutes with us. Uh, we certainly want to stay in touch. As you do more and involve yourself with more industries, let us know what's up. And we're happy to, to share that info and uh, with our audience as well. So thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thank you for the time. It's our pleasure. George Sun, the CEO of Next Tiles, and you want to visit them at nexttiles.tech. We'll get you there, too, when you visit us at intotomorrow.com. And see what Next Tiles, George and his team, are up to when you visit nexttiles.tech. I'm Dave Graveline, bringing you further Into Tomorrow right here on the Advanced Media Network. Don't go away. Dish TV is better than cable TV. 
Here's why. Dish has the nation's lowest TV price, along with an award-winning DVR that can skip commercials, record eight shows at once, and get access to thousands of movies at your fingertips. Cable simply can't even compare. So the smart choice is to cut the cable and get Dish. Plus, you get all these great TV features, free HD DVR upgrade, free installation, and free movie channels. Say goodbye to cable and get more with Dish TV. Call 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. As an added bonus, you can switch to Dish now and receive a $50 Visa gift card. So call now and get Dish TV. 855-212-6536. 855-212-6536. That's 855-212-6536. Limited time offer, 24-month commitment, and credit qualification required. Cancel fee, monthly equipment fees, and other restrictions apply. Promotion can change at any time. Welcome back to Into Tomorrow. It's Cameron Graveline. Yep, we're in our 26th year bringing you the latest tech now back to the guys. <laughs> If only you would have the excitement that your son has. I do! Yeah, only when I bring it up. Well, thank you, Cameron. And he's right, 26 years on the air, bringing you the latest in consumer tech on his dad's birthday. Happy birthday, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And our Into Tomorrow podcast, you know, is uh, hosted by our partner, Blueberry Podcasting. And we couldn't be happier with their service. Check them out if you're looking to start a podcast. You can visit blubrry.com. Jump aboard the time machine. You've got mail. Time to head into yesterday with This Week in Tech History. It's my birthday boy. Birthday boy. Birthday Here's boy. Here's Chris. Yay. This week, back in 1962, the U.S. launched the Mariner 2 space probe using an Atlas D booster. Later that year, Mariner 2 passed within just over 20,000 miles of Venus, reporting an 800-degree Fahrenheit surface temperature, high surface pressures, a predominantly carbon dioxide atmosphere, continuous cloud cover, and no detectable magnetic field. All systems are functioning within normal parameters. Basically, we're probably never going to live there. Yeah, probably. Uh, In 1972 this week, the computed axial tomography, or CAT scan, was introduced in England by the British engineer Godfrey Hounsfield, later Sir Godfrey, and by a physicist, Alan Cormack. The history of X-ray computed tomography actually goes back to at least 1917 with the mathematical theory of the radon transform. In October 1963, William Oldendorf received a U.S. patent for a radiant energy apparatus for investigating selected areas of interior objects obscured by dense material. Great googly moogly. One of my favorite things is looking up titles of patents because it was fun like that. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and where they come up with that, especially yeah. way back then. Yeah. Um, however, uh, Hounsfield's invention in 1972 was the first commercially viable CT scanner. Oh. And this week in 1995, Microsoft officially rolled out their Windows 95 operating system. Midnight parties at retailers across the U.S. offered the new system for sale to those who just couldn't wait any longer. You know, you think of what you've seen with the uh, Apple stores and people yeah. when they released the first, that people did that for Windows 95. It was weird. Well, that's where the Apple uh, juice drinkers. Uh, Kool-Aid drinkers got the idea. Yeah, it used to be Microsoft Kool-Aid. Now it's Apple Kool-Aid. Yeah. 
NBC's Jay Leno hosted the official launch party at the Microsoft campus in Redmond, Washington, and the company lit up the Empire State Building with the Windows 95 logo colors. They also licensed the Rolling Stones song Start Me Up to use in its TV advertisements for $12 million. Unbelievable that they actually paid that. Of course, they had the money, so it was not that big a deal. They did, and Windows 95 was the introduction of the Start button, which is how they got Start Me Up. Ah, yes, indeed. So that's our look back at This Week in Tech History, brought to you by IFA in Berlin, the global innovation show since 1924 for consumer tech and home appliances, and by IFA Next, the launchpad for innovations. Get more info at ifa-berlin.com. And speaking of excitement, the cool Into Tomorrow Hot Summer Giveaway. Man, do you ever want to be sure to call in and participate on the program because we've got such a cool plethora of goodies in this year's summer giveaway to share with you. You don't want to miss out. Like from Catalyst, if you've got an iPhone 12 or AirPods or Apple Watch, we've got cases to keep those devices protected. Uh, from LFO, we've got an eClip baby car seat alarm, peace of mind for busy parents and to help save your child. They also sent some of their e-therm infrared ear and forehead thermometers. And one of our most highly requested items, not just because it's worth $1,000, but because it's very cool, from Cooking Pal, the Molto Smart Kitchen Appliance. It preps, cooks, and cleans itself. After every meal. From Audio Technica, we've got a pair of Quiet Point wireless active noise canceling in ear headphones valued at 200 bucks. And Skosh sent a box full of stuff, including uh, phone stands with MagSafe chargers, a power up card jumper and flashlight, Power Volt USB C fast chargers for your home, and more. If you're interested in becoming a musician or are one or have one in the family, Yamaha sent their SHS 500 Sonogenic Keytar that enables playing without wrong notes. That's worth 500 bucks and the EAD10 drum module that transforms acoustic drum sounds with studio quality digital effects and that is worth $629 from Roborock we got the S6 Max V or Max 5 we really need to find that out yeah the, we should why don't you look that yes, up but it's the robotic vacuum true vision smarter action valued at $700 and Vipers provided a color OLED two-way security and remote start system for your car speaking of your car from Razor no that wouldn't be for your car I was thinking of something else but the Black Widow Light Silent Mechanical Keyboard to up your productivity, but not while you're driving. They sent a couple of those to give away. And the Kyo Webcam that's perfect for work-from-home webcam with built-in adjustable ring light. Lots of cool stuff. That's just scratching the surface of the items that are in the hallway en route to the studio. Floor-to-ceiling. Lots of stuff. And we invite you to tell us when you call in, because all you need to do to win is be heard on the air to mention three or four of the items, either the ones we just mentioned or they're all listed in a separate summer giveaway post at intotomorrow.com. And when you call in, let us know. No promises, no guarantees. There's the legal stuff out of the way. But we do our best based on what you ask for to get you one or more of the things you'd like. And then check your spam filters. Yes. When you hear from our prize team, you'll get the email requesting the information so that we can send you the prize. Be sure that Marcus has not spam. And how do they participate? There are many ways to participate. Well, three main ways in order to get the summer giveaway. You could call the Ask Dave hotline anytime, 24 Four seven three sixty five. 800-899-4686. That's 800-899-INTO. You could download the free Into Tomorrow app. for I could. I, you could. Or anybody else. Anybody could. Got for you. your iOS or Android device, just search Into Tomorrow. It's right there. And there's a message to studio button in the app that will allow you to record a message and send it to us. So you'd use the actual app on your phone or tablet 
to ask a question, help another listener, make a comment, share with us your favorite apps these days and why, that sort of thing. See, si, senor. Okay. Well, We're an international show now. <laughs> we have been international <laughs> for many years. Um, but English still. Okay. Or you could do a very similar thing on our site at intotomorrow.com. Log in there and it'll be either on the right or at the bottom. Just look for a little red microphone that says, Ask Dave. Stress the K. Yeah. Um, and as long as your browser has your computer device, whatever you're on, has a microphone, you can also record a question, comment, help for listen, anything that way. So too. Since you always hear those as we prepare for each show, do you have anyone that says they're, they want to ask Dave? Not yet. Oh. We'll, well, now let's see if somebody's smart enough to do that. Maybe we'll send them a little something extra for paying attention. Yes. But we do want to ask if you do that way. Let us know how you hear the show and where you're participating from. There you go. Again, visit us at intotomorrow.com. Texting enrolls you in recurring automated text messages. Message data rates may apply. Hi, I'm Frank Thomas, the Big Hurt. After I left baseball, I just couldn't stay in shape like I used to. Turns out, once you hit 40, your body has less free testosterone, and that can make it harder to get into shape. So I got back into the game with Nugenics. I'm feeling stronger with a lot more energy and drive. You want to get back into shape? Get Nugenics. All you have to do is send one simple text. Frank's right. Just text STAY to 321321 to get a complimentary bottle of award-winning Nugenics, the number one selling free testosterone booster at GNC. Its unique man-boosting formula is powered by Testofen, a patented key ingredient clinically researched to help a man feel stronger, leaner, more energetic, and more passionate. And guys, she'll like the difference too. Nugenics samples are not available in stores. To get your complimentary bottle, text STAY to 321321. That's S-T-A-Y to 321321. Welcome back, guys, to Into Tomorrow. Hi, it's Cameron Graveline, and today it's my dad's birthday. So, uh, ho- happy birthday to him. Yeah. Um, as, as you turn to the control room where he's sitting this time and tell him happy birthday. How about that? It's your papa's birthday this weekend, and we always celebrate our staff birthdays. And this weekend, the August 20th show is his birthday. Yeah, it's our 26th year, and I looked up some stuff, and I figured out how to write all my script. Whoa, so you came into the studio with a script. Mm-hmm. Awesome. What have you got for us? TikTok is a new Facebook, and it's shaping the future of tech in its own image, at least some people say. So wait a minute. Let's talk about what you think about that. I know you spend way too much time on TikTok. Come on, admit it. Okay, maybe. You Maybe. But... Obviously, you think that TikTok is the new Facebook as well, right? Yeah. I think that some people are trying to ban it, which I'm like, ouch. Um, So my Pepe also has it. So go follow him at Dave Graveline. Okay. Um, Some of us, although you have so many more followers than I do. Well, I'm not compared to like my friends. I only have 48, so I'm... I'm not that much. Oh, okay. Well, I only have four. So well, maybe, you just started. Yeah, that's true. I just I started. St- I started like a month, a couple months yeah. ago. Yeah. Now, what do you do on TikTok, though? I mean, really, because I don't know what to post. 
I post, like I put your picture up talking about our big summer giveaway, and I, and some people saw that, and I thought, okay, well, maybe that's helpful, because I'd like to post things that are helpful to the show. But what do you post all the time? My TikTok is all about memes. M- I Memes. Okay. Right now I'm trying to find a really good meme for, like, the Tabibi convertible meme and some other memes. But First of all, what's a meme? For people listening that don't know what a meme is, how would you describe what is a meme? <laughs> um, well, this show is all about teaching people about tech, so you'd like to help people learn about tech. What's a meme? Um, so a meme is technically a funny way of describing something, if I'm, I guess. Okay, yeah, sounds about right. What other uh, technology stuff have you come up with? Um, so I tried, I tried our prize called Clear Up. Oh, and oh my gosh, does it work? Oh, you did? You tried the Clear Up, which is one of the prizes in our big summer giveaway. They sent me one to test, and you said, try it on me. And I did, and you said it really helped your sinuses, right? Yeah, I, because if you don't know, if I... I'm pretty sure you don't know this, but I'm very stuffy, and I have oh, so many allergies. Sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm just made of allergies. Um, <laughs> You're just made of allergies? And sometimes I kind of think that I'm allergic to Pepe. Yeah, that would be me. See, Pepe is I French know- slang. Let me tell the audience, French slang for grandfather. It's actually Grand Pepe, but... My kids called my father Pepe. I called his father Pepe. So it's a family thing, and you call me Pepe. And you think you're allergic to me? Maybe. Uh-oh. But the Tivic Health clear-up, one of our items in the summer giveaway, Oh, yeah, and that helped me so much. I'm not sneezing all the time. I don't have to go... Yeah, he's he's rubbing his nose. Okay, like you have this. to explain on the radio, and you say I'm not I, like rubbing my nose by going all the time. Wow, and I don't have to be doing that yeah, so much. You don't have the sniffles as much, and you're not so stuffy, congested, yeah. and stuff. Wow. Well, I'm glad it's helping you. Every time he comes in, he goes right to my desk and picks up the clear up, and he starts doing it himself because I showed him how to do it properly. So now that's the first thing that I do. Mostly, it's even before I give him a hug. Uh, yeah. I just walk into the door, grab the clear up, do it on my nose, then then I just put it down back on his desk, then I give him a and hug. And then I get a hug, yeah. And then I have to ask for his gum. <laughs> that's true. At least Which I am very sad about because before I was on the radio, my dad told me I had to throw it in the trash. So, yeah, wah! Well, because you, you can't be chewing gum on the radio. Because you don't want to hear... <laughs> Yeah, exactly. That that would be rude. So I am very proud that you are researching tech news and helping our audience find things, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. So what number should they call if they have a tech question for you? Oh, if you have any questions about tech, don't forget to ask Dave so he can ask me. Oh, wait me. a minute. So they're going to ask Dave, and I'm going to ask you what the answer is? Yes, and, and hopefully right. the next time I'm on the show, I'll be answering some questions. Okay, fair enough. And So don't forget, call 800-899-INTO or use the Free Into Tomorrow app. And don't forget about the summer giveaway. I am so excited about that. We have maybe hundreds of different prizes in our hallway just sitting there for you guys. If it goes from Yamaha keyboards to guitars, we have so many things that we have to give away. So please call in win stuff. Thank you. <laughs> That's a famous line of yours. Call in win, win stuff. Thank call you. Call in win stuff. Thank you.
Very good. Oh, I spit on the mic. Sorry. Well, okay, please don't spit on the mic. It's a good thing you're using your dad's microphone. So I tell you what, why don't, why don't you throw it to the commercial break and tell everyone we're back with more as Into Tomorrow continues. Go ahead and say that. So after this commercial break, we'll be right back. Okay, but give the website. Don't forget to go to IntoTomorrow.com. Dot com.